Nikita Brooks here. Welcome to the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes, we are going to chat it up, ladies. Yes, we are. Where we have conversations about mindsets, opportunities, money, and definitely success. Go grab your mimosa, your eggs benedict, or maybe even your egg or waffle and join the conversation. Hey there, moms! Lakita Brooks here. Welcome to another episode of the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. So today, we are talking about from freedom from traditions. That is freedom from traditions. And I know this can be a very, very, very touchy subject. I am well aware of that because in life, we feel like sometimes when we have traditions, that is what they are. They're traditions and we're expected to carry them on no matter if we know why we do them, whether we don't know why we do them, whether it's just because we've always done it this way, that's why we're going to do it this way. And sometimes traditions just might not be right in that sense season or even right to continue just depending on why the tradition was even started so we're talking about freedom from traditions and even when it comes to being a single mom I know for me I grew up in a Baptist household where the expectation is that you know you get married you have a family and you do all that great stuff after the fact right and that's kind of a unwritten rule in my family because that's that's the culture of what was i guess created or what was the expectation now is that what happened in my situation no it's not what happened i had an unplanned pregnancy but my family still loved me and even if they wasn't completely on board initially they got on board once my beautiful azalea arrived so life happens i didn't plan to become pregnant i didn't plan to have a baby but it was what it was so whether mom you became a single mom because of an unplanned pregnancy divorce or you are a widow make the best of being a mom that is single and let me tell you through this 16 year journey i'm not saying everything's always been great i'm not saying that everything has been perfect and everything was just always in alignment no i'm not saying that but what i will say is that the thing that i have loved and truly enjoyed is that when i wanted to do better for myself better for my daughter just change my life completely i didn't have to ask anyone you know i just made it happen so if you're still stuck in i wish i had a maid i wish i had a husband i wish i wish i wish then I need you to get past the I wish and be like, you know what? I am going to control my own destiny and I'm going to maximize this time being single. And while I'm being single and working towards creating the best life or being my child, whatever companion is meant to come or return in your life, either one, they will. But just focus on you and your children or your child and make the best of being a mom that's single. And for the month of May, our theme is freedom from dot, dot, dot. What is holding you in bondage, mama? 
What shackles are on you? What do you need to be free from? What is holding you down? What is holding you back? Or maybe for some of you, I should say, who? is holding you back. So who do you need to get freedom from in the month of May? So moms, what traditions are holding you back from living the life you want for you and your child? So let me tell you about Esther sticking to Easter. So Esther, so let me tell you about Esther. Esther called and said, oh my goodness, Lakita, I need to get a, a session with you because I'm so stressed at work. I'm so stressed to where I've been at a job for five years and I could not even think about how to even call my husband. Yeah, Esther was like, I've been at this company for five years and I'm so stressed, so overwhelmed and so out of it. I'm so frazzled to where I can't even figure out how to call my husband on a telephone that I have used for the past five years. And let me tell you about Esther. Esther was like, yeah, Lakita, I'm about to plan the Easter, Easter egg hunt. Because every single year, I always do this extravagant Easter egg hunt at my home and my sisters and nieces and nephews and cousins and all these people come to my home. And at this point, you know, I'm a therapist, but I'm kind of trying not to look at Esther's side eye. I'm like, wait a, wait a, wait a, wait a minute, Esther. Let me get this straight. You're stressed out from work, could not think about how to utilize the phone. You needed to seek a therapist to talk things through. And you think that it's the priority to do an Easter egg hunt or an Easter egg extravaganza at your home? That's a priority? Listen, 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 Esther. You know, I'm not trying to tell you how to run your business, but I kind of sort of am, right? You may want to consider not doing the extravaganza this year, or you may want to consider asking for help. So I said, so Esther, I said, have you told your husband that you're stressed at work? She said, no. I said, okay, so when you leave, go talk to your husband about how you're stressed and what's going on, right? And I also said, Esther, who else do you have that, that could help you with the Easter egg hunt? She said, oh, my sister, she's so helpful. I think she'll do it. So I said, okay, Esther, go to your sister, talk to her about Easter egg hunt and see what can be done. So, you know, Esther left, you know, when we got back together for our next session, Esther said, you're not going to believe it, Keith. I said, what? What? She said, my husband said he would work three jobs if he needed to, and I could quit my job if I wanted to. I said, what you say? I said, hold on. So you're around here stressed out at work, keep it all balled into yourself because you think that you superwoman from the 1950s who doesn't work and is just a kept woman who stays home and cooks and cleans and watches the kids? She said, yes, my husband is so supportive. And you know, I never thought to even say anything to him. And you know what? I said, what? She said, my sister stepped up and my sister's going to coordinate the whole Easter egg hunt and everything and I they're just going to have it at my home but my sister she's working with my other siblings and some older nieces and nephews and they're going to all do it at my home so the lesson of that was in that season 
it was not a priority for Esther to be worried about an Easter egg hunt and she on the verge of collapse and is stressed out and frazzled at work. So what traditions are holding you back from living the life you want for you and your child? So I know there are things you're still doing because that's what you've always done or that's how you've always done it. Well, guess what, mom? In this season, when you're trying to get to this next level in your life, when you're trying to better your life for you and your child, or you need to make preparations in case the next COVID-19 happen. It might not be COVID, but life is going to happen regardless. And you need to get your coins right. Yes, I said it. You need to get your coins right so you can be prepared in case anything happens. These companies not loyal. As you clearly saw, 25 million plus people lost their jobs during COVID. And guess what? I'm quite sure over half of them did not get hired back because companies recognize they can get the work done with less people. So what traditions are holding you back from living the life you want for you and your child? For Esther, she was so accustomed to having an Easter egg hunt and that was not a priority in this season. Not saying that the next year or the following year she couldn't do the Easter egg hunt, but in this moment, in this season, while she's really stressed at work and they've had so many different changes, that was not a priority. And why? Why do you feel the need to stick with traditions that are no longer benefiting you and your child, mom? Why is that? Why do you stick with those traditions? They're not helping you. They're not benefiting you. They're taking the life out of you. They're draining you. And, and honestly, sometimes you feel resentment from having to do it. So why do you feel the need to stick with it? And I know you might say, well, you know, I've always done it. And, right? Just because your family might have always lived in the projects, does that mean that the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years and all the rest of the generations that come afterwards are supposed to live in the projects? No. I don't have, we don't have coal mines in Florida, but if your parents was a coal miner, do you feel like because the family tradition has been to be coal miners, you're going to continue the tradition to be a coal miner? No. Like, listen, really, really, really look at how are you utilizing your time? How are you using your energy? And if you have traditions that's coming up that you resent, that you feel frustrated about, that takes 100% of your energy. And mind you, you still need time for you. You need time for your child and you still need time to work. Whether you're an entrepreneur, you know, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a full-time employee, or you have a, you know, a combination of multiple ones. But either way, think about if the tradition is not benefiting you, the, the tradition is taken away from what you need to do for you and your child, then you need to really figure out why do you feel the need to do it? And, and if it's up to me, I would say, let it go. Let it go. Okay, let those traditions go that are no longer serving you. Okay, mom? And if you had that magic wand, what would you be able to do with your life if you let go of some of those old traditions that are holding you back? So in Esther's situation, it wasn't that, you know, her tradition was bad and it wasn't necessarily an old tradition because I'm quite sure it's something that she started since she was an adult. But in that season and that moment with her job being so stressful, with them having new management, having even more work and that season, 
Esther did not need to do an Easter egg hunt or she needed to figure out how to delegate it to someone else. Also, she needed to ask for help from her husband. And if and if every if her husband would have said, you on your own, boo, you, you've already figured it out, figured out it again. Or if her sister would have said, no, I'm not helping you, then guess what? Esther would have had to tell them, no, I'm not doing the Easter egg hunt this year. And then maybe next year. And did I tell you? On top of all of that, Esther was also helping her nephew with a resume in Tallahassee. I said, Esther, why are you helping your nephew that's all the way in Tallahassee, Florida, that's in college at FAMU with a resume? Hey, you tell him he needs to go to the nearest career source and they can help him with his resume. That's what you do. You tell him that or he can visit the career center at the university and then he can follow up with you by telephone and just let you know how things went. But listen, you don't have capacity to be doing your nephew's resume either. Like he can get that done somewhere else. It's not something that you have to do. Now, if it's something that you have to do, then that's totally different. But with certain things like that, your nephew can easily do it. And the same applies to you, mom. So what would you be able to do with your life if you let go of some of those old traditions that are holding you back? And I'm quite sure number one would simply be, you'll be able to free up your mental space. Like you would just be able to think more clear and just have some clarity about what's next, what needs to get done first. And not everything is a crisis. I know you're a mom, but not everything is a priority. And you need to really identify what's the priority. For Esther, an Easter egg hunt was not a priority if she's stressed out at work and she's about to be dead because of stress, okay? So for you, what is it that you're still doing right now that should not be a priority and should not be a tradition? And what would your life look like once you actually let go of that? Because right now, it's holding you back. And like I said, it doesn't mean that you might not be able to do it a year from now, two years from now, three years ago now. It just simply means right now, you can't afford to do it, mom. And if it is a tradition that just needs to go, then so be it. Let it go. Let it go. So if you had that magic wand, mom, what would you be able to do with your life, with your time, if you let go of some of the old traditions that are holding you back? And do you believe you can and will create new traditions that will benefit you and your child. Mom, let me repeat. Mom, when you're a single mom, your number one priority is your well-being and being able to provide the best quality of life for you and your child. So everything you do, and I mean everything you do, needs to be in alignment with those two things. You being the best version of you and you being available for your child. I'm not saying that companionship is not important. I'm not saying mixing and mingling and happy hours and brunches and church and all that other stuff and other family members. I'm not saying they're not important, but your number, your two, your top two priorities is you being the best version of you and you being present for your child and making sure you're, you're supporting your child from a holistic standpoint. So if anything is going on in your life, including people that's around or situations that's not supporting those two things, they gotta go. 
they have to go. And I know it's going to be hard. I'm not saying that it's easy because we all get so accustomed to doing certain things because it's how we've always done it. But in this season, you have to create new traditions. And I believe you can. So even if you don't believe in you, I believe in you, mom. I believe that you can and you will create new traditions that will benefit you from a holistic standpoint and your child because those are your number two priorities. Everything else is just blah, okay? Nothing else matters. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not saying mom's not important. I'm not saying dad's not important. I'm just saying that those are your top two priorities. And with, you know, some of you, a tradition that you might have is that you have a tradition that each generation has to take care of the older tradition. So what I mean by that, I mean, older generation. So what I mean by that, so like me, I'm knocking at 40. Yes, I'm going to be 40 in September. So I have friends, right, who are actually now taking care of their parents that might be in like their 60s or early 70s. That doesn't have to be a tradition in your life. It doesn't, right? And you're like, well, well, how, well why or, or how? So let me give you an example. So when it comes to like my mom, like luckily I have a family that's in the right hierarchical order. Like I have my grandparents and they still drive, they take care of themselves. And then their kids even sometimes go to my grandparents for help when they need help. And then the grandkids, like myself, I'm a grandkid. Sometimes I go to my grandparents for help when I need help. And then my daughter, right? And that's her great grandparents. Sometimes she goes to them when she needs help because she lives, not lives, but her school is like right around the corner from where they live. So in my family, I am truly blessed that the hierarchy is in place. So it's the grandparents at the top, my mom, me, my daughter. Versus in some families, the tradition has been like at my age, like close to 40, I will be taking care of my 60-year-old mom or my 60-year-old mom will be taking care of her parents. So what I'm saying to you is have those discussions with your with your parents, you know, before it's too late. So like one of the things I know my mom is probably like, oh my goodness, Lakita's so aggravating. Like when she has different ideas, I just drop little seeds or just ask certain questions just to get her to think about it. Like she'll say, oh my, oh my goodness, I really want to get a new house, this and that. I worked so hard, I deserve a new house. And I'll be like, yeah, mom, you know, you do deserve a new house. You know, how is that going to work in retirement? So when you retire, you know, I, I think it'd be lovely for, to get, for you to get a new house. But I might just put it out there. How is it going to work in retirement? And she'll say, oh, you know, well, if I do this or if I don't have a car payment or if I don't have credit card bills, then, yeah, I probably could pay the mortgage on my house. But it's just dropping a nugget just to get your parents to think about futuristically, because what will more than likely happen the tradition would be you that's a 40-year-old are now trying to take care of your child and your family, and now you're taking care of your mom or your dad because they didn't properly prepare or didn't think everything through because you didn't have those discussions. And even my mom is still right now thinking about getting a new house, but guess what? She recognized, you know what? 
if I want to get a new house, then I need to downsize on some of my other expenses, which is cool. But if I didn't have the discussion, she might have just jumped out there, bought a brand new house, and now she wants to retire, and now she can't pay her bills. So now I'm the 40-year-old trying to figure out how to pay my mom bills, how to pay my bills, and support my daughter when she goes off to university in a few years. So be proactive when it comes to your loved ones and have those discussions. And even I know what it was like when I went off to college and my mom had to completely support me. A lot of things I didn't think of. A lot of things I didn't even consider. A lot of things I just took for granted. Like, oh, my mom's gonna pay for me to go to college. You know, I don't need to have a job. Yeah, if I get a scholarship, okay. If I don't, okay. Because I just didn't know any better. So now with my daughter, it's like, hey, you know, what's gonna be your trajectory? Let's focus on your GPA. Let's focus on these, you know, these test scores. Let's explore scholarships. You know, let's, let me set you up for a win because yes, she will still need my help to an extent, but hopefully I won't be paying for the apartment and the college. Now, if I have to, you know, I'll do what I need to do because my daughter deserves it. But since I'm in a, in a situation now where we can actually have these discussions to prepare her to get some funding, right, from another source that's, you know, free scholarship money or grant money or something, in combination with my money, then that would be awesome. So have those conversations with your loved ones. So then you're not the 40-year-old taking care of your 60-year-old mom, or you're the 60-year-old mom now taking care of your 80-year-old parents. Like have those discussions now. So the tradition of your family is not the younger generation is now taking care of the older generation. No, you want the younger generation to help the older generation think things through and set up a plan so it could be a win-win for everybody. So what date and time, mom, are you going to decide to stop sticking with the traditions that are hindering you from living the life you desire? And I think that if you have a family where it's always the, the younger person is taking care of the older person and the older person, then that might be a tradition. You might want to end sooner than later. Now it's one thing if you know that your mom or your dad has been the janitor, janitor or a bus driver, or they really just their whole lives have not made enough money, then that's a different discussion Then you're more than likely going to have to support them. But if you've had, if you have a family that's a solid middle-class family where they are homeowners, they've been able to take care of themselves, then it's just based on their decisions in those, you know, those last five years, which will really dictate how things are going to go at retirement for them. So make sure you set yourself up for a win and you help your parents set themselves up for a win so that they can continue to be self-sufficient and you can focus your energy on you and your child, especially if you're that single mom with just one income in your household. So what date and time are you going to decide to stop sticking with the traditions that are hindering you from living the life you Desire. Listen, moms, some traditions are good, but some are bad. Some traditions are good based on the season of life you are in. If you are sticking with any traditions that are taking away from the things you need to do to benefit you and your child, they must go. So just like Esther and that particular season, it was not beneficial for her to focus on Easter egg hunt. She needed to focus on her mental well-being and get to a good, healthy spot mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and all other areas that I have not even mentioned right now. That was her focus. 
didn't mean that she couldn't do the Easter egg hunt in a year, maybe in two years, but in that particular year, that was not a priority. So you, if you know, mom, that you have a tough time prioritizing, then make sure you go to work with Lakita dot com once again that is the work with lakita l-e-q-u-i-t-a dot com to get my free profit playbook that's going to give you the five simple steps so you can prioritize and profit even as a single mom and listen mom if you don't like your life moms change it I am Lakita Brooks, and I look forward to chatting with you next Sunday at 11 a.m. Thanks, Mom, for joining me today at the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and tell all the other moms that you know about it. Know it, mom. I can't let you go without giving you a free gift. So make sure you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com. Once again, that is singlemomsbrunch.com to get your free gift. I am Lakita Brooks, and remember, you are not a single mom, you are a mom that is single. <laughs>